Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we play a game of Rock Paper Plasma Beam. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great. I'm I'm looking at the table where we're set up here, yes. and we have uh, index cards prepared for our episode tonight, and half of them are in blue and half of them are in orange. It just struck me like... It looks like uh, a movie poster for any action-adventure movie made in the past, like, 20 years. That has that strong, like, Michael Bay blue and orange mm, going I on. I see. So j- just in the color scheme, you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, that just in the color scheme. scheme. I was trying to imagine a movie poster <laughs> that was just, like, uh, index cards on a wall. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know. Was that, like, what the number 27 looked like? <laughs> right, right. Number 23? Oh, what I, even is the name of that movie? I, I don't know. I think it's 23. <laughs> I, think, I think that's right. I think it's 23. Mm-hmm. Um. But we'll never look it up. <laughs> uh, we will, in fact, never look it up. Uh, but it's it's exciting. We need to be organized because we are going to be ranking all of Samus's power ups in Metroid Dread, which I'm very excited about. But before we get to that, my copy of Sonic Forces. Would you like to borrow it? You can try. You can get on a list. You can you know put yourself out there. Try and get some Sonic Forces. Uh, all you gotta do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. Give us a mailing address. We send you my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. You play it for as long as you want. You send it back. Maybe there's a copy of Untitled Goose Game in there. I don't know. It's something that might happen. Uh, you can play that or not play that and send it back. It's the exact same thing, except it's with Untitled Goose Game. Uh, and it is, of course, the perfect borrowing program. Yeah, it costs you nothing. Nothing. It pays for postage there mm-hmm. and includes a return envelope for it to come back another thing you can do is you can leave us a five-star review on apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast we appreciate it so much if you leave us a five-star review on apple podcast the u.s apple podcast store will give you a shout out on the show if you leave us a review or you know uh share the show or favorite the show any other way definitely let us know through email or tw- twitter we'd love to give you a shout out Patrick and I love reading the reviews. It helps mm-hmm. people find the shows. So thank you to everybody who has done so and anybody who will do so in the future. And honestly, thanks to the people who haven't done it yet and who probably won't do it. Like, thank you for listening anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's Let's right. Let's thank everyone. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. But, like, it would be a more sincere thank you. <laughs> a more heartfelt, I hesitate to say that because would... Is it possible for us to be mo- more sincere? I don't. We're sounding less sincere as we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Mark. Let's get into it. Let's rank some power ups. Metroid Dread, as we know, came out about a month ago at this point. Yeah. Um, I have played through it twice. Uh, and I was so close, or I thought I was so close to getting in under the 
uh, when, when you beat the game, um, you uh, you can either do it in over eight hours, between eight and four hours, or under four hours. Uh, and if you are under four hours, that's where you like the best ending rewards. Uh, uh-huh. And there was a little bit there where I was like, I'm going to get this bad boy in under four hours. But then I was like, I hit a save point and checked my time and it was like, Three hours and 58 minutes and, like, 12 seconds. And I was like, I'm so far away from finishing this game. Um, so, yeah, I, I was I was almost five by the time I finished. But, but I mean, that's still pretty good. Like, it's do you still think pretty good, yes. you did another time that you could shave an hour off of that? Uh, I don't – I mean, probably. Uh-huh. Probably. I'm sure there were some parts that I was being, like, kind of sloppy about it. Um, but the the game is so driven by, as all Metroid games are, right – um, your ability to progress is sort of uh, walled off behind power-ups that, uh, you know, the the, the original uh, Metroid and Super Metroid especially sort of pioneered this, like, lock and key system where, like, your items allow you access to new areas by just by you using them. Um, and so we've got all of those items here uh, on the board. And just to uh, – we'll, we'll run down what, what what's on here um, – but some the kinds of things that aren't here, uh, energy tanks aren't on here. Right. Uh, missiles, because you start with them, so like missile upgrade packs uh, or any of like the the partial um, energy tank upgrades. But everything else is on here. And be forewarned. Yes. Oh well, yes. While we are not like specifically going out of our way to spoil the game, we will be talking about it freely. So anything yes. that comes up th- uh, in the game is fair play. Also, I haven't beat it yet. Right, Mark has not beaten it, so I'm actually going to try to. Mark is right at the end, boss. Yeah. Um, and I will try not to refer to events that happen after that fight. Uh-huh. Um, but Mark, if I do, I do. I mean, hey, and I'm sorry. I, I warned everybody, mm-hmm. and everybody includes me. Oh, I see. I see. So you uh, you consider yourself warned. You are now proceeding with caution. If I start spoiling something, you're going to turn off the podcast. No, I'm saying that I by participating. I see. I know that there is potential There's for me to danger be spoiled. For you here. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I will do what I can. But I live for danger. It's kind of my <laughs> thing. So I'm not too worried about it. Um. So uh, we have got uh all, all 22 power ups list uh, listed here. Um. We had them in some sort of order, but they have fallen out of order. So we are just going to read them um, across the top of the page here, um, and they'll be uh, in, in no particular order. Uh, the plasma beam, spin boost, grapple beam, flash shift, storm rockets, ice missile, morph ball, various suit, gravity suit, power bomb, charge beam, spider magnet, cross bomb, wave beam, phantom cloak, wide beam, screw attack, space jump. Diffusion beam. Speed booster. Super missile. Morph ball bomb. Okay. So we've got all of those laid out on the table. There may be a little bit where we need to like talk through what individual power-ups yeah. do. Um, but I think I, I, I want to just like start with like some uh, kind of broad strokes here. Are there easy like kind of crappy power-ups where you're like, I'm not even sure I knew what that one did. Or items that you weren't excited to get when you got them. So... um. There's a couple on here that I feel like were underutilized. Like, okay. not necessarily that they're crappy, right. but that they, like, I just don't feel like they were put to their full use in the game. Because mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the things that I felt very strongly in this game, and I think that was one of the reasons why um, I felt like, I, like Metroid Dread really captured a lot of the magic of what I want in a Metroid game, is that when I got power-ups... 
I was always excited. Yes. Because um, uh, you, I felt like you really did a very good job of building that sense of like progression where you're like, yeah, like I am getting more powerful with each of yes. these. Like I, I become more of a threat. Like at the very beginning of the game, Emmys were scary. Yeah. And by the end, I was not necessarily looking forward to encountering an Emmy, but I wasn't worried about being able to like, um, right. Like you, that you were like, Oh, I'll be able to figure this yeah, out. It'll yeah, be fine. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, and I think the game also does just an impeccable job of pacing out these power-ups where they're the game starts and they, they feel few and far between, right? Where you are not like becoming uh you know like demonstrably more powerful with each passing minute. But towards the end of the game you are getting some of the most powerful power ups in the game, sort of one right right after the yeah, other. Yeah. Um and you know like you fall on the uh the gravity suit, the space jump and the screw attack kind of one right after another um like within the same half hour, half hour or so of play um and like just getting those you become so much more mobile you become so much more of a threat to any enemy regardless of where you are yeah um and so it just it just feels very cool the way it ramps that up i also think that you know there are some of these power ups that I don't know. When we're going through this, it'll be it'll be interesting because some of them are just like so iconic for Metroid as a franchise. Yes, and because all of these, I don't think. Well, actually, there might be a couple of these that are new to Metroid Dread. Some of them, I think, a, a handful are new. I think some of them are uh, renamed versions of other things, okay. um, or that have like similar. Uh, yeah powers of, of of things in previous games and i'm not going to be able to remember right oh yeah for sure <laughs> what, what for is sure. what is what i'll tell you if something's in uh super metro because <laughs> I'll, I'll know that for sure um okay so the one that i i feel like is really underutilized when it when i that comes to mind immediately is the ice missile ice yeah ice missile is is a little bit of a bummer i'll, I'll agree with you on that especially because um it is not like, you're never freezing things to, like, jump on them. No, which I felt like was so surprising. But I will say that Metroid Dread, in general, does not play with verticality in the same way that, like, Super Metroid yeah, does. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, you don't... There are, you, there are spaces where you have to space jump, for sure. But there are not, like you were saying, like, platforming, where, like, I have to freeze enemies and make it over, right, like, right. in the amount of time before they unfreeze. Really, I feel like the most I used ice missiles for was when those little space slugs would slide down the wall and cover a door. And then I would just, like, right. ice, you know, missile them until they died. It, it just felt, like, not that useful, not that important. Yeah, well, and it's also, um, you know, one of the things that, like, happens with both missiles and beams is that um, they just sort of, like, pile on top of each other, right? Like, you start with just your regular old beam, and then you have the charge beam, and then you have the wide beam, which you can also charge. Right. And then, like, the diffusion beam, which is also chargeable and is wide. You know, so, like, it's just sort of, like, one more ability on top of it. Uh-huh. So, like, the ice missile is just a super missile that also freezes stuff yeah and that's a good point because like a lot of these like the ice missile for example you don't do anything there's no button combination that you engage right to 
use the ice missiles. Just like no, it just becomes your default missile well, at to, that point. So to that to that end, should we uh, talk about the super missile in the same breath? Because yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of the same thing, except it doesn't freeze stuff. Right. Um. So I almost feel like it should be below the ice missile. But I, I think just sort of putting these in the like least utilized, um, because there might be something to be said for like the ice missile that there's like a potential there that's not utilized. Right. One thing that I do like about the ice missile is freezing something with an ice missile and then meleeing it so it shatters is very satisfying. Yeah, it is it is very satisfying. I in general I feel like the melee attack is used way better yes. in this game mm-hmm. than it was in uh Samus Returns because it doesn't slow down your motion. It becomes oh like a God. part a, of it. A running yeah. melee is just the best. And then you like slide or whatever. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, also, uh, it to your point about like um, the d- different way that you engage, you know, like certain types of missiles or whatever later in the game, this Metroid Dread does have pro- like, by the end, it's like a fairly complex moveset. Totally. Like, it is a lot. That you're using all the buttons on the It control. is a lot yeah. to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like in Super Metroid, it's like you pause, you change what you're doing, and then you, you know, like go back. Here, it's like, no, you have to like remember to like hold R, but not, you know, and, but if you yeah. hold it for like a short amount of time, it does this. If you hold it for a long amount of time, it does this. Like, um, it's, it definitely does get complex. Yeah, and, like, uh, any time that you are, uh, like, swinging on the grapple beam and you have to, like, let go and grab another, like, grapple beam point, you have to, like, hold L so that you're free aiming, but then also hold R2 so that oh, you're using yeah. the, I was, the grapple beam. I, they, they, they must have known it because you do not have to use the grapple beam that often as, like, to swing right. yourself across. Like, in Super Metroid, you do it fairly often, which I hated. I hated yeah, in, it in, in Super, Super Metroid. Metroid. I did not like it here, and so I'm glad that you didn't have to. Sorry, uh, I've been excited. I've been waiting to talk about this game in more detail on the right, show. Right, right, right. So, like, it's just, uh, it is a ranking, but we're just going to be talking Metroid Dread, too. Yeah, I mean, of course. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about the grapple beam, like, r- right now. Because um, I, I do feel like I can think of maybe, like, two or three places where you are, like, genuinely swinging from yeah. it. Yeah. And then otherwise, it's kind of just a different key to open, like, doors or pull blocks, right? Yeah, which I do like the feeling. Yeah, um, I like the feeling, too. Like, it, it, it has, like, a weird, like, I don't think the controller rumbles or anything, but there is, like, a... It probably does. There is, Why like, a, it? It, But there is, like, a compelling, like, You can sense how many like, ice cubes are in it. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, tactile feeling to mm-hmm. it, which I did like. I, I feel like, really, what you use it more is, like, a Batman, like, grapple hook. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, you know, you need to get to like a certain area and it's not swinging across. It is just, oh, I need to grapple at this angle to get sure. up to this platform. Yeah. And like, so for mobility sake, like it's fine, not great. You never really feel like powerful when you're doing it. Yeah. I also wish there was some sort of like any kind of combat application for it. But there really isn't. Like, you can't, like, pull an enemy in and, like, make them stagger. Which would have been like so cool if you could, like, pull an enemy and then, like, and melee them. And the melee? Yeah. Ah, that'd be good. Um, well, okay, sh- should we... Is is the grapple beam, like, in the same class as the missile, uh, a super missile and ice missile? Or is it maybe in a higher class? For whatever reason, I have more fondness for the grapple beam. Okay. Um, and so at least for now, I think of it more in the, the nebulous middle at this point. Yeah. Definitely. Cause I feel like it has more utility 
than the ice missile or well actually i shouldn't even say more utility because you definitely use the super missile and the ice missile more i guess it just has more novelty i think and care about it more yeah i think or care about the super missile or the ice missile yeah i'll I'll agree with that um but the ice missile definitely cooler than the super missile right i think so yeah yeah um I, here, here's another one I'll put forth as like I don't really care about that much is the cross bomb, um, which kind of just ends up being a bomb with uh, explosion lines that go like higher up, down, left, and right. But it doesn't actually like create a. It's not like a circular explosion. Like it's it's one that kind of messes with my head, and I don't really. I've never used one except for in the specific instances where the game is like, you need to use it to get past this point. Yeah. And I feel like where I ended up using cross bombs the most is, you know, there would be certain missile packs Mm -hmm. or things like that, that you had to use the cross bomb to access. And so that's really the most, other than like, you know, you fall into the hole you get the cross bomb upgrade from the Chozo right. statue, now and then you, you have get to out of it, it by using exactly. the cross bomb. Yeah. Other than that, I cannot recall the time where I like thoughtfully used the cross bomb to solve a puzzle or something. Um, speaking of, I realized that we are missing a power up on this list. Oh. Um, what is it called when you uh, uh, hold um, the button on the d-pad and you can see breakable blocks oh it's like a radar thing that's right uh, yes i'm gonna i'm gonna search for it right now by typing in radar thing, yeah that's a good metroid point. dread and i i use that power up quite a bit um and that is one that's a a holdover from it's called radar pulse or mm-hmm. pulse radar sorry um that's a a carryover from um samus returns um and was super useful in in that game um okay great great mark we now have 23 items on the list (laughs) well okay since uh that was a great catch i hate doing debugs and that would have been a debug it would it would have had to be yeah Uh, but no pulse radar uh one thing i like about it is it does show you where the breakable blocks are in the area but it doesn't tell you how you break them right like there is still a sense of mystery like how do i access them right you can see like oh it's like four squares like deep into this wall so there must be something that i'm missing right it also won't show you what are uh blocks that you can just pass through yeah um so like there, there is still quite a uh, a solid like sense of mystery uh, even when using the pulse radar but man is it handy to be like to walk into a room and be like i don't really know what to do here pulse radar yeah especially you know uh on the mini map th- an area will pulse mm-hmm. if there's like a uh, item in there that you can get and then it's useful to go in and be like oh i've been through i've been through this room like four times just you know like in playing the game never saw anything so let me pulse radar to try to get a sense of what's in here is that what the like pulsing yes. room thing is oh yeah. my gosh I've, i would i was never able to figure that out yeah so when you uh the only reason i figured this out was because uh after i couldn't beat the final boss i did go back and was trying to collect items and so i uh were you mainly going back for more power bombs be honest i i was going back for more power bombs and Mm -hmm. more energy tanks okay because i was trying to go in with more health yeah uh like a couple more like bars of health but um anyways yeah so when i was like trying to when i was looking at guides to figure out like where some of the items were, 
they all talked about that that's what the pole scene meant on the minimap is that there is an item like in that area. Well, I will remember that for my third playthrough. <laughs> um, so I, I, we, we were in the middle of talking about the cross bomb um, and how I don't much care for it. Um, I think I have like two more candidates for uh, uh, items in, in this game that I felt pretty like um, lackluster about. Um, and they are the uh where do, so the spin boost which is just a single like double jump uh, right uh-huh. it's it's sort of the precursor to the uh to the space jump and kind of i don't care about it because like i want i don't want just one extra jump i want to keep jumping um but i can be talked out of that uh and the various suit um because i felt like i was almost never in hot areas before i got the various suit and then i was just like oh okay now i'm fine I uh, I don't think that the various suit is like one of the great items in the game, but I do th- I personally felt like there were times where I would go into a really hot section and so hot, and then I would be like, oh, I'll have to come back here later. Like sure. I, I did think earlier in the game they teased you with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you got the various suit, I was immediately like, oh, I can now go back and uh, do, like. L- explore those areas um one thing that i feel like metroid dread did a good job of in and i could see why people would not like this but for the way i like to play games like i did like it where it wasn't so much like oh i got the various suit let me now like backtrack all the way to you know like the first area where there's a corridor that has that was hot that i couldn't get to before i felt like for you know like 60% 60% of the items in the game, you are just kind of naturally taken back to those areas. Yeah, totally. And then for the other, like, 40, you know, percent, you do have to go out of your way, like, you really out of your trips, way yeah. to do it. But otherwise, the game, like, loops back, like, folds back in on itself enough that you're close enough to it that you do have to go out of your way. It's not like the game, like, funnels you to those areas. Yeah. But it's not like you're like, okay, I'm way on the other side of the planet. Now let me backtrack all the way to right, to like progress what's going yeah, on. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, well, okay. So uh, may- maybe we don't have any kind of uh, consensus there. I think uh, all we really know right now is that the bottom of our list, in some order, is going to be the cross bomb, the ice missile, and the super missile. Yeah. Do you, Do you have another candidate for possible the bottom charge of the list? beam? I don't. The, the charge beam falls under the same sort of thing as like the ice missile for me, where it is a different in that you have to choose to hold right. r to charge no you are no you don't the the fire button oh the fire so button whatever that is charge yeah the x sure <laughs> <laughs> or y one of them the left button yeah, yeah um to charge but it really deal um here's the thing I with the charge beam i just don't care about it that much here's the thing with the charge beam where i i, I will defend it is that uh samus using it of her own volition is some of the coolest, uh, just like Samus attitude moments in the game. Oh, uh-huh. um, like when she stumbles upon Kraid and he's like chained up to this wall, and she kind of like struts in, like, "Oh, I gotta deal with this Joker again," and he's like, you know, pulling on these restraints and like roaring at her, and his mouth is like right there, and she like points her thing in there and is like, "Charge!" <laughs> um, it's just very cool uh, in a way that uh, I, I don't think any of the other beams get a, a chance to be like characterized in that way so uh sidebar yeah 
do we need to have Samus's weird like pink hand energy on sure. this list? Her like Metroid power? Yeah, because you don't use it in the game. Right. But so she th- gets it and has like uh, Right. Like, you know, when you does some things with it. Uh-huh. Well, here's okay, here are the other things that we are not including on this list, at least at the moment. The Omega, um, the the Oh yeah, I think that's fair not to include right. because it's just like a temporary like surge that you get. Right. So and then there is also after you beat like the first couple forms of uh Ravenbeak, the the, the final boss. Samus takes on like a new form and has a new weapon. Uh, uh-huh. And we are not counting those here either because they're not like collectibles in the game, right? right. Like they're they're sort of temporary. And even, you know, it, going into the end of the game, it is uh stripped away before like the narrative is over. Uh-huh. Um so and the same is also true of Samus's kind of like uh Metroid glowy arm thing. Yeah. So I mean it's uh I, I think you could debate that we should put them on here. Uh but I, I almost feel like we have just the like gameplay things on yeah, here. Yeah, the ones that like a user can activate or like a player can yeah, like activate yeah. and like. Also, we should explain the Omega Cannon, I think it's called, or whatever it is yeah. that you get. Well, is it Cannon and Beam? Because they're, they're, it, it always uh, refers to them as two separate things, even though they come together. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, every time you encounter a, an Emmy, um, which are these you know robot sentries that are chasing you around and are uh, unkillable until you get this special item, um, which you get from like a, a mother brain. like Omega Stream and Omega Cannon? That sounds right. Okay. Um, and so the the Omega stream is like a rapid fire like shooting of uh of like pellets or something um that you use to like overheat the Emmy's faceplate um and thus exposing like the core of it uh, and then the cannon the Omega cannon is where you charge up a single shot and blast that exposed core. Yeah, and one of the cool things in the game is that you know the first time you encounter this like mother brain esque uh mini boss. It it I, at least I felt like it was challenging, and then by the end you encounter it and you're like whatever yeah like, like I'm, you're just I'm gonna blow roll this thing it. yeah 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 um and also what's interesting is when you have like uh to defeat the Emmy you have to kind of like find the right spot in the Emmy's environment so there's a little bit of like puzzle solving where you're like totally the Emmy's chasing you and at the same time you're trying to figure out like where is there enough space where will I like force the Emmy to like funnel through and slow down right, right. that I can that I have enough time to both like uh use the omega pulse and then charge up my beam without the Emmy like getting close enough to capture me. Right. Well and usually I would do it in two phases. So I would totally do, I would do the uh the get rid of its faceplate and then like run, run away. away. Um but yeah I, I love 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 the way that, that it is uh puzzle solving but is using your previous knowledge of the space that you just ran through avoiding the Emmy to now like you know like you said like funnel it into small spaces and make it slow down. That's all very cool. That item is not on our list. <laughs> so um, I do think the pulse radar, we just added it. To me, I don't know that it'll end up this low, but I feel comfortable for now putting it just above the cross bomb. Maybe even, eh, yeah, probably above the cross okay, bomb. Okay, let's, 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 let's put it there a, a, at least for now. Um, and then I'll, I'll put forth something that we uh, only talked about a little bit. Uh, and now, of course, I'm forgetting. Oh, the, uh, the plasma beam. 
because the plasma beam. Oh yeah. While a powerful beam uh, in its own right uh, doesn't like change the physical characteristics of uh, Samus's shot, right? Like the wide beam makes those makes it those three things. Um, the charge you charge it up, obviously. Uh, the diffusion shot, diffusion beam, um, has an effect on the other side of uh, a wall, and the uh, wave beam shoots all the way through a wall. But the plasma beam is just a more powerful version of her existing beam. Yeah, because it doesn't. There's no like special, to my memory, any like special like enemy types that react differently to the plasma beam. Like like you're saying, it is just more powerful. Yeah, there might be some, like, some of the machines, like, some of the robots that uh, you otherwise need to use, um, like, missiles, missiles to on, damage maybe. that the plasma beam, like, will, will damage. But I don't know. Like, to, to me, it, that it's it's almost just, like, a uh, wide beam plus one or something, you know? Yeah, like, the beams in general are difficult because yeah. you just start taking it for granted because you don't yeah, have to totally. do anything special. It's just, like, no, this just becomes your upgraded gun. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, you know, I already went to bat for the uh, the charge beam, um, but the wide beam, I really like not having to have, like, pinpoint accuracy once you get that thing where you're just like, I'm going to shoot in the direction of uh, a monster, and I'm going to hit it. Sometimes I'm going <laughs> to hit it three times, but sometimes I'm just going to hit it with, like, one little beam, and that's fine. I also liked, for whatever reason, I found it very satisfying to use it to hit the, yes. the entryways that needed, like, the three beams yeah in order it's to very satisfying it. i really like that um in previous metroid games uh this is called the spacer beam i don't know why they changed from well first of all i don't know why it was called spacer in the first I, place yeah maybe that's why they changed it <laughs> but like wide spacer. wide beam is so funny to me like <laughs> it's not wide it's just there's three of them and that's the guy out. who stars on the blacklist <laughs> james spacer yeah that's right oh i thought james wide beam <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I, I like the wide beam. I think we'll talk about it later. Um, let's see. What else we got on here? Uh, charge beams, spin boosts. I, I mean, I think the charge beam could go anywhere in here at this point. Okay. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm a still holding out hope, holding out hope on it. A oh, little for bit. the charge beam? Yeah. Okay. Again, it just, it, I feel like it does such a great job of expressing Samus's personality. Well, let's talk about the spider magnet for okay. a little bit. Yeah. So the spider magnet, you get fairly early. So early in yeah. the game, like kind of like a like you get it before you get the morph ball. You get a lot of things before you get the morph ball. Yes. This, oh, I mean, we've been holding out on this for a while, but it's one of my favorite things about the game is that every other Metroid game is like, what do you want? The morph ball? It's here right away. It's one of it's. It is from. It is in your toolkit from the get go. Um, but in this one. You're playing the game for like an hour and a half. And when you get it, yes. it's so satisfying. So satisfying. Um, yeah. The more and, they, and they already let you jump around in it too, which is <laughs> nice. So the but the spider magnet, it's uh it is nice when you get it, you know, to be able to mm -hmm. um, so in the game there are these like neon blue sections that you have to have the like that are like on walls or on ceilings, and you have to have the spider magnet ability to be able to like hold on to it. And you can kind of like monkey bar across it. Yeah. And so getting it does it it is a mini morph ball, um, like endorphin hit. Yeah. Where when you get it, it's one of, uh, to my memory, one of the first like big mobility improvements in the game. And so getting it does feel nice, but um, you just kind of like you just begin to take it for granted. Like it doesn't yeah. do anything special. 
you and get it early enough that it feels like table stakes. Yeah. Like if if we were if we were uh, ranking uh, like previous Metroid power ups, um, this is probably about where I would put like the high jump boots. Right. Where like. It's great what you know, you didn't have them and like, oh now you can jump higher. Uh, but it's like, yeah, but then you're just like, Oh yeah, I jump higher because the game makes me jump higher. Spider Magnet, same thing, right? Yeah, like, and, and I feel like spin boost is in that same yes. category where yes. you're just like, Okay, like it is nice to have it, but it was really more annoying that I didn't already <laughs> yeah, have yeah. it. You, you yeah. totally begin to take it for granted. Um, okay, so let's put the spider magnet maybe above the plasma beam, okay. and then and then do we want to go the spin boost right above that? I actually you like the spin boost. No, I like the spider <laughs> magnet more than I like oh, the spin boost. Okay, well then I I will agree with that. Uh, so spin boost we are slotting in above plasma beam below spider magnet at least for the for the time being. Yeah. Um, okay, let's just review what what we have left here. We have so many left. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh okay so uh, we I uh, things that we already mentioned is sort of like uh crappier power ups and at this point nothing is really crappy but the various suit the grapple beam and I guess you mentioned the the charge beam before the charge beam doesn't do anything for me in I would be fine putting the various suit and the grapple beam somewhere in the mix about this point I okay. think okay so let let's go various suit next and again this is the suit that um. Whoa, you like the grapple beam more than you like the various suit? Yeah, I mean, there, there's the tactile feeling of, like, opening the grapple beam yeah, doors. That's true. Also, there is something, again, uh, that I really liked about turning your beam blue and yeah. being like, ah, baby, I'm in grapple mode now. <laughs> that is very cool uh, Yeah, to be like, ah, baby. Um, I also think that there is... Um, the the color scheme on Samus in this game, especially right at the beginning, is so specific. She's in all these like jewel tones, right? Um, it's it's a it's a palette that has she's never really been in before, and the various suit kind of dials it back to like the Super Metroid duller oranges, um, and it's sort of like on top of the gemstone the the gem tones, uh, and I feel like that evens back out when you get the gravity suit mm, and like mm -hmm. purples are sort of restored to it. Yeah. Um, so it kind of messes with the aesthetic, I guess, is what I'm I'm saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, and then the grapple beam we have right on top of that. Uh, at this point, I'm fine putting the charge beam. I think it expresses her personality very well. Um, but just about every other beam and uh, item on here is like more kind of cool and novel. Um, although, let's maybe bring up the uh, just the beams in general. Um, wave beam, diffusion beam, and charge beam are uh, the the ones that we have in here. Yeah. Oh, and, and the wide beam. Yeah, I just don't feel like any of the beams can be that high on the list. I mean, the wave beam though, when you when you are just like walls are no barrier anymore, <laughs> and I can shoot you, I don't care where you are, is very empowering. It it is empowering. It definitely it it definitely makes a difference in just like mowing through enemies, like moving through rooms really quickly. Yeah. Um, can we just do like an internal ranking of, yeah. of the oh, beams? Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, so, idea. I mean, obviously we've got the... Uh, um, plasma beam down plasma there. Plasma beam is pretty far down, but now I think let's let's just figure out where the rest of them go in relation to each other, and then we can sort of yeah. uh, maybe marry them uh, together with the rest of the, the list. Um. One more moment. Yeah, okay. So, uh, wave beam, charge beam, wide beam, diffusion beam. Um, so, I think diffusion beam is at the bottom, right? Yeah, probably. 
Um, it's fun. It like it it is interesting when you start to like hit enemies from the other side of the wall. Um, even though like there's not a lot of range to it. Now remind me, is the diffusion beam the one that also like uh you can use to blow up parts of the wall? Like there are parts of the wall that are like have little like pink specks in yeah, them. Yeah, you you can then... always do that if you can shoot the pink part of it. But oh, but the... sometimes right. later the pink part becomes like embedded it's on in the it. other side of yeah. it. Yeah, so it, it it does allow you to access more of that. Yeah, yeah, I am. I think I'm fine with the diffusion beam being the lowest in this internal ranking. Right, of just these four beams. Yeah. Um. So then, wide beam, charge beam, wave beam. Maybe the wide beam is better than the charge beam. Just because it's uh, satisfying to open those, uh, like three lock things. It is. I I do think it is satisfying. Okay, one thing that bugs me about the wave beam is it doesn't move in a sign pattern. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. I mean, we are bucking tradition with the. Okay, you know what? Wave beam, you're being demoted. <laughs> That I don't know why it's still, it bust, still I don't know above why. diffusion beam. Yeah, though. yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. Uh, um, this internal ranking is funny because, like, you know, it's like a diffusion beam, but still better than a couple of other beams on our list. Oh yeah, quite a bit. Um, but yeah, wave beam. I don't know. That really bugged me. That yeah. like there was no like uh, uh, that it, it behaved basically like a normal beam. Yeah, I mean, does it make the uh, um? Because it's it's you only get it after you get the wide beam. So, but do those like three beams move at all? Or I'm not to my not, memory? Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, so it just like behaves like the additional part of the. So I think I've come beam. around on this, and I think charge beam maybe is my favorite of these four. There we go. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Thank you for coming around my way of thinking. <laughs> Can we talk about the power bomb for a moment? Yeah, because it is simultaneously v very powerful. And also almost completely useless. Uh, of extremely limited use. Because by the time you get it, it is very late in the game. Yeah. And really, so the power bomb, you like charge it up um, when you're in the uh, uh, when you're in the ball. ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you uh, and then you deploy it, and it's this big like yellow pulse that destroys everything in the room. In theory, you know, can open block. Like, destroy blocks that haven't been able to be destroyed before and all that kind of stuff. So you get this, and you're like, yes, I'm going to decimate. You get it so late in the game that it's of really limited utility because you go into the final boss, and it does... It can do some things in the final boss, but it's not like it's that powerful against him, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the thing that it is super useful for in the final boss is that he has an attack two different attacks um, where like he sets this like, you know, orb loose yeah. uh, and you have to deal with the orb. Otherwise it's going to like smoke you. Right. Um, and the easiest way to get rid of it is to just drop a power bomb. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I went back for power bombs right. to aid me in Which my next attempt. Which is why I asked you to be honest. Yeah. Before. In my next attempt. Cause yeah. I, I went in with like three or something. Yeah. That sounds right. And now I have six or maybe seven. So, um, uh, but I, it just bugs me that they give you this like item that's like, holy crap, this is so like powerful and, but it, it's so nerfed in its actual utility that it's like, yeah. well, why? Uh, I, I don't know. It, it feels, uh, overhyped. Um, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. And we can, I think we can maybe slot this in, um, above the grapple beam. Although at this point, I kind of think that we should put the diffusion beam somewhere 
from our internal ranking, uh, you know, from its mini ranking, like into the list proper, maybe just above Grapple Beam, maybe even below Grapple Beam. What do you prefer, the Diffusion Beam or the Grapple Beam? I have s such difficulty remembering which one the Diffusion Beam is. Like every time we bring it, it's the one that hits I've, on the other side. I, every right. time we say, I have to remind myself. Right. So I think for that reason, it has to go below. Below Grapple? In fact, maybe. Am I crazy if I say it goes below Spider, Spider magnet? magnet? I think that's right. We both said it at the same time. How okay. could it be wrong? Uh, okay, so. All right, there we go. The diffusion beam is now between the spin boost and the spider magnet. Um, all right, power bomb is, is currently the 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 top of our list. Let's just review what we have. Yeah, uh, good idea. Uh, both uh, in play uh, and what the ranking is so far. So fr from the bottom it goes: uh, super missile, ice missile, uh, cross bomb, pulse radar, plasma beam, spin boost, diffusion beam, spider magnet, various suit, grapple beam. Power bomb, uh, and then we have the little side ranking of uh, just beams that have yet to be uh, woven into the rest of it. Uh, at the bottom of that is the wave beam, then wide beam, and then the charge beam at the top, and then the other power ups still in play yet really even to be discussed are the storm rockets, the gravity suit, the screw attack, the space jump, the morph ball, the phantom cloak, the speed booster, the morph ball bomb, and the flash shift. And I, I don't think. All of these are all of the ones that are still in play are going to end up like as high as they are on the list necessarily. We right. just haven't I, really gotten to them. Yeah, yet. right. We'll, we'll we'll sort of revise them down. But go uh, ahead, Mark. So, uh, as we're reviewing the ones that we've already ranked, I personally kind of feel like Power Bomb should be lower. Okay, where do you think the? So I think it's better than the Spider Magnet. I do think it's better than the Spider Magnet. I yeah, think actually, maybe maybe it's. I feel like it has, honestly, less utility than the grapple beam or the various suit. Yeah, I think it has less utility, but, like, I don't know, the, the spectacle of it is just so pleasing. I could see putting it below the grapple beam, but I think it's better, you know, whatever that means, better right. than the various suit. Okay, yeah, I, I like that, because I think that I, per like, I prefer that the grapple beam gives you like more mobility, even yeah. than uh, the power bomb. I just think is a disappointment. Maybe I'm bitter because I have not beat the final boss yet, and uh, I just <laughs> oh want yeah, the you power just don't know how to use the power bomb. Yet. <laughs> I just want the power bomb to help me out a little bit more, but uh, it is what it is. I mean, here's something about the power bomb, and you know me, I'm an idiot and a Super Metroid purist. Um, but you get the power bomb like halfway through Super Metroid, and um, it is also kind of of limited utility, but you can use it for some very strange things, including there are ways when you are critically injured to plant a power bomb and gain health from oh. it. Um, and just like all these weird little mysteries about the power bomb and the way it works in the environment that are very intriguing and fun and interesting. Uh, and I feel like there's not a lot of, well, there's fanfare to getting it. Um, there is not a lot of like mystery in using mm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, you sort of teased that there may be some of these uh, that we haven't addressed yet that may be lower on the list. Are there any that you were thinking of when you said that? Um, I'm thinking of Flash Shift. Oh, man. We might fight on this one. I loved getting the Flash Shift. The Flash Shift for me uh, felt like I was playing a modern Metroid-like game. It felt like I was getting a power-up in... Um, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Cyber Shadow or um, 
uh, Shovel Knight or that other ninja game that the I really Messenger. liked. Messenger, yes. Um, it felt like I was playing a... It was a kind of power-up that I feel like Metroid had always been missing, and I love using it in combat. Yes, I think that's really where it shines. So the flash shift... I I mean, the flash shift is cool. So basically, you press A. I believe that's I correct. I think that's yes. right. You, pre- uh, you press A, and then you, like... Um, go left or right with the direction stick. I guess you can, can you go up and down? No, just left, just and, left right. and right. Yeah. And it like phases you really quickly. And so you move, you know, um, uh, a good distance. Right. When you engage it. And so like, it's like a dash. basically. Yeah. 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 In, in the, uh, but you room, can chain them together too. So that you're, da- right. you're dashed like three times in a row. Yes. Up to three times. And in the Emmy rooms, there's like these doors that if, it senses your presence, it, they close. And so the only real way to get past it is to like dash through it, right. flash shift through it. Um, but I agree with you that where it is very cool is in combat, in theory, because I never remembered to oh, use it. Oh, Mark, you gotta. <laughs> I honestly, the second I got the flash shift, I was like, oh, this, this whole game is different now. <laughs> like, that I. I Especially like taking on, because uh, there are times where you fight like Chozo warriors, uh, either silver or gold or both of them together, um, or sometimes the like X parasite version of them. And I am phase shifting or flash shifting all the time mm. in those fights. My uh, my Aeon power or whatever it is is always uh, at zero charging back okay. up. Okay. Um, because that is like the only way I move around. Especially because you can do those uh, those dashes in the air. Right. Um, so you jump up to like, you know, just get out of the way of whatever attack and then dash to a space where you know it'll be safe to land. So maybe that's why it's not that high on the list for me just because it's like I didn't, I haven't, I haven't used it to its Mark, full potential. Mark, you gotta use it. <laughs> Well, will it help me in the final boss? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, that's um, something to consider. Especially when he's, like, flying around. Uh-huh. Um, he's got a move where he, like, just starts, like, kind of sweeping around in yeah, a circle with a yeah. beam. Uh, and if if you are flash shifting, like, all you got to do is, like, jump up and then, like, flash shift over him and then fall to the ground, flash shift under him, jump up. Oh, I was just, like, space him. jumping around him. I mean, you got to do both. But, like, the flash shift, as soon as you're moving uh, horizontally. Uh-huh. Uh, the flash shift is way more effective than, um, than yeah. the space chain. Okay. Um, truly one of my favorite power-ups in the game. If if I were just doing this by myself, it would be number one, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but did you have another one <laughs> that you want, that you want me to uh, screw with you on? Uh, morph Ball Bomb. I don't feel that strongly about. I uh, love the Morph Ball. It mm-hmm. will probably go fairly high on this list. Um, the Morphal Bomb, I, I don't have feelings on, really. Yeah, and I think we can probably even put it lower on this list than um, maybe at least the Grapple Beam. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't like, know if it goes it's, further down. It's a, it's a little table stakesy where you're just like... Absolutely. Um, it's cool. When you get it, it's nice. It definitely opens up more areas. You don't use it that much on enemies or anything. It's just kind of yeah. like uh, a thing thing that you need because it's a metroid game and it's not bad it has utility but it, it's not exciting yeah well and you know the yeah it is and it's one of those things where you're like why do i need to bomb these little like pneumatic tubes to like right because they sh- go through and them. i think it's the same reason why there's little slugs that cover the door and you have to use the ice beams on them yeah. because it's just like it's a thing right 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 yes it's a thing so okay let's let's find a home for the morph ball bomb 
Um, which again, it's a classic, right? This one dates all the way back to the original Metroid, um, but we don't like it that much. So where are we going here? Okay, below the grapple beam. Below the grapple beam, I think. Below power bomb. I just don't. I I just don't really like the power bomb that much. Yeah, you don't like like the obligation. It's making you collect a bunch of them. <laughs> it doesn't even help you that much. Yeah, but that's probably. I mean, that's probably right. Like. Uh, okay, gut check. Diffusion beam. Which one do you like better? Morph ball bomb. Okay, spider magnet. I think for me this is where it lives. Okay, Somewhere I, I feel fine here. about that. So, so maybe, uh, I, I mean, I like the various suit more than I like the morph ball bomb because I like being able to go back into like the, the hot areas. Mm -hmm. Like, I like that feeling of like I couldn't walk in here before, and now I can walk in there more than, and now I can bomb okay stuff. so so definitely below the various suit spider magnet above or below i think above okay for me all right if nothing else it has legacy yeah it, it could get is. into yale yeah okay <laughs> it's still gonna cost an arm and a leg <laughs> uh all right uh others in the uh the top here that I mean, we're, we're kind of dealing with Stone Cold Classics at this point. Is We've got the Flash Shift, the Morph Ball, the Phantom Cloak, which might be next, actually. Uh, speed Boosters, Space Jump, Screw Attack, Gravity Suit, and Storm Rockets. Um, okay, so I will say I think I like Storm Rockets more than I like Charge Beam, Wide Beam, or Wave Beam. Mm -hmm. And yet, like, that's probably where my the limit on my love of Storm Rockets. Uh, okay. I think it is cool. So basically, the Storm Rockets... Um, it's another one where you like hold down R or something like that. Yeah. And it charges it up and then you can point an enemy or you can open doors by, you know, there's like, uh, five little targets and you sweep across and make sure that you're aiming at each of the targets and it like remembers where you're aiming and then will send off the, these like five a little swarm of missiles. Yeah, like yeah. missiles, um, to blow them up. And that is cool. It looks cool. It is satisfying when you like puzzle out how to open doors sometimes, like how yeah. are you gonna get all five of these um to engage at the same time. I also like it's a utility in fighting bosses and like totally, other tougher enemies. Especially those like yeah. uh uh Chozo warriors. Totally. Like yeah. it's it's really useful there. Yeah. Uh, it, when, because you can like it, th there's a little like trick to it where if you if you're charged and you've aimed at them and then you do like some movement it'll disengage but other movements it'll remember that it's still charged and so right. like finding that sweet spot can be really uh satisfying and also when like you target the same enemy more than once because you find like multiple spots on him that you can target um like there there are those like robot things with the big red eye um that you can target yeah. with all five missiles and yeah. just uh like annihilates them i find that to be very pleasing i do like that but the the robots with the big red eye uh they can also be defeated once you get the screw attack yeah because those like uh will just mess up anything that's robotic and so you, by the end you're just like screw attacking and so you're just jumping your way through it and when you hit right. those big the robots with the big red eye they just crumble right well so I wonder if we need to address the screw attack and the space jump sort of in tandem. Um, they You get them pretty much right on top of each other. And uh, when you are using the screw attack, you are almost always using the space jump as well. Yeah, you're just that's like true. Jumping nonstop. Um, I like these attacks a lot. They, they are when you feel you're most powerful. 
but I, they almost like turn the game into something different, right? Where you're just like, you're just a wrecking ball at this point. You are. It, it makes it way easier. And it yeah. does feel really nice to get the space jump when you get it. And also, one thing I like about the space jump is there's like a rhythm yes. to it that you have to uh, stay on top of. Yeah. And so it adds like a little bit more uh, skill to it. Not a lot, but yeah, just like you can't just like jump it. freely. You just in the you air. can't yeah. just hit the button forever. Right. Like it's it's a there's a certain rhythm in which you have to hit it. I will say that um I I'm in the same vein. I'm thinking of the gravity suit. Yeah. Which the gravity Agreed. suit is great because it really frees up your movement. Like in water, you can jump like normal, like all that kind of stuff. And that feels amazing. And you can space jump in the water once you have the space jump, too. Yes. And yeah. so all, so together, like, that feels amazing. Plus, it makes her colors right again. <laughs> but the gravity suit, to me, like, um, while it does feel like a relief, like, it's cathartic to get the gravity suit and to have that the freedom yes. to move in yes. the water and stuff, like, it... Um, just as a reminder how annoying the water is without yeah, it. Yeah, I and agree so, with this entirely. So, that, like, yeah, that a getting rid of an obstacle is not the same as giving you power, right? Like, it, it just makes you go, like, oh, well, why did I have to deal with all, the, like, the slow, watery parts? Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, now it's not slow anymore. Now the water's <laughs> fun. And you're like, well, couldn't have been fun the whole time? <laughs> I like having fun over not having fun. Yeah, and it's such a tricky balance because, you know, the – the whole Metroid thing <laughs> the whole is, thing, yeah. you know, it's like limiting your abilities and giving you a little bit at a time and you just feel more powerful by the end. And it is a very tricky balance to have that feel like fun and have it or, and ha or have it feel uh, like it does with the gravity suit where it's like taking a bandaid off and like a wound being able to like breathe. Yeah. It's just a yes. different sort of satisfaction that is not as satisfying as some of the other power-ups for me. Right. Right. Yeah. Ab absolutely. I mean, it's 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 one of the ways that the game makes you powerful by showing you how powerless you were before. Yeah. And that's not as fun. In like an arbitrary feeling type In of like way. an arbitrary way, yeah. So where I mean, maybe maybe gravity suit is maybe our our, our next to discuss here. I think I like it better than the grapple beam. Oh, for sure. Okay. I like it because, again, like, the, there is a, something to be said for that catharsis. Yeah, Of, absolutely. like, being able to do it. Um, where it goes in relation to the screw attack or the space jump, for me, probably above the screw attack. Um, do you like the space jump more than you like the screw attack? Um, maybe that's not true. Here's the thing that, for me, it's almost impossible to separate those two. The space jump and the screw attack. I know that you... No, you know what? I was going to say I know that you get the screw attack after you get the space jump, but I I think that's true. <laughs> I... I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I just I don't, don't remember know. either. Uh, how how about in relation to the these beams that we have, the charge beam, wide beam, and wave beam? Yeah. Um, I, I still kind of feel like the gravity suit is maybe above these for me. Uh, above all of them? I think... Possibly. You think we slot all the beams in between grapple beam and the gravity suit? We can do that temporarily and then, like, yeah, I think adjust we do that temporarily because as, as, as you were saying that, I was thinking maybe the gravity suit is below charge beam but it's, above wide beam and wave beam. I agree with that, so let's let's okay, let's, let's do that. Use then. that, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, okay, gravity suit, charge beam. Um. All right. Meaning that we are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the in the top seven. We think 
Storm Rockets, Morph Ball, Speed Booster, Phantom Cloak, Screw Attack, Space Jump. Let's talk about Speed Booster and Phantom Cloak because we haven't really mentioned them at all. Speed Booster is another one that uh, I think maybe has slipped under the radar and potentially is not as high as it is or at least is at the bottom of this top seven because it is fine. It makes you run fast. You can Shine Spark where – which Shine Sparking is where you Speed Boost – and then mm-hmm. you like hit a button combination and you turn this glowy purple and you're like storing that speed boost energy so you can dash dash like leap very high in a direction and one thing that I actually didn't realize until I was going back trying to get some of these uh more difficult items is you can like multi shine spark if you like cancel it so you shine spark and not let it yep. don't hit a wall or don't anything collide with don't anything. collide you like and then you can uh it's like be in down or something like that to store it again and then you can shine spark immediately after and truthfully i've never been able to pull that off like it's not something that i do right. but it's cool that you can do it I mean, I, I think that the speed booster and its implementation in this game, I think it is the best the speed booster has ever been, or the you know speed boost, uh, 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 speed boots, or you know whatever they've been called in the yeah. past. Um, that like the way that this game builds puzzles around uh, Samus's ability to maintain momentum and like dodge under stuff, jump over stuff, and like keep running fast. Um, so that you can execute gotta go shine fast. spark you gotta go fast um it's just really really smart uh and one of the ways that the game like rewards you with almost like a new set of systems yeah, after you've that been is playing true. it for like halfway through that's a good point. I, I for for my money i think the uh speed booster and the uh fla- the speed booster as it is in this game and the flash shift are two of the biggest like best um abilities in this game sort of as like uh, as they are additions to the to the franchise, um, which I understand I may be favoring novelty there over just like how they are in, in the actual game, um, but I think they're I think they're both very good. Let's talk about the Phantom Cloak. Yeah. So in the it's an ability that you get maybe halfway through the game, maybe the later half of the latter half of the game, and the Phantom Cloak it it, it is a cloaking ability. Where they kind of like show it off in the game as the tutorial is there when you're in a section with an Emmy, the Emmy can sense you and they can sense you through like walls. Like they have a very large range that they can sense you. But if you have engaged the Phantom Cloak, they cannot see you. Um, The trade off is that if you are moving while you're in the Phantom Cloak, you move so slow. You move very slow and then, and you run out of like. Uh, the energy to use it and then it's very di- and then an emmy is going to be on you and it's very difficult to like regain the en- energy to engage it again but especially when you first get it and the first like couple times you use it against an uh, an emmy um it's awesome to like it is very freeing to just trick it yeah where like it's coming at you and you're like oh no what am i going to do you turn invisible the emmy like stands there for a second it scans where you are and is like well i don't see her turns around and goes the other way yeah my memory is that like if an emmy has spotted you and you can't if you engage the phantom cloak they still know that you're there yeah if, but you but you yeah. but if you get like 
a screen away or like enough distance away that is not like an incredible amount of distance. Yeah. That the Emmy like loses uh sight of you enough that then you can engage it. So for yeah, that if reason, it's, if it's in pursuit mode, yes, yeah, then, yeah, then you can't turn invisible to, so, to get away. So for that reason, I I really liked the Phantom Cloak. I didn't end up using it that much. I'm wondering if this is another flash shift where like I should have been using it more. See, I don't think so. Okay. I, I didn't use it very much um, to the point where there was a a uh, like a doorway that I needed to go through and not be seen, um, and. I got stuck there for a while where I was like, how the heck am I supposed to get oh, through yeah, this? Because yeah. I forgot that I had the Phantom Cloak. Yes. Yeah. Th- that's a good point, though. That is another, like, utility for it. So yeah. just, like, the flash shift, there's certain doors that, you know, like, you can flash shift through so they don't close automatically. There are other doors where, like, if it senses your presence, it won't open. And so you have to use the Phantom Cloak on it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it is a secretly super useful one unless there's some utility that I also never discovered. Yeah. So do you think below that Phantom Cloak feels like a good candidate for like next on our list? Um, Maybe even below Charge Beam. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And yeah. okay. above gra- Gravity Suit, below Gravity Suit? Uh, for my money, I'm, I'm going to say above Gravity Suit. Okay. What do, what do you think? You think? I I think I'm good with that for now. Okay. okay. And um, do, do, should we? Uh, this is just how we're going yeah. to do this. Should we just make like a yeah, second? I'm like definitely going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just breaking up where they are uh, positioned on the table to just make room. We need for it. we need like a boardroom conference table where we can lay these all out <laughs> in like right. a row. That's right. Well, we got 23 power ups here. Remember. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Uh, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, so we'll do the top ten in that top, row. Top, top ten uh, that we're dealing with right now, and I, I feel weird having the wide beam at the bottom of the top ten. Like top ten, really? Anyway, um, so so far, uh, just the top yeah, that ten. That is weird. It doesn't that seem weird. That does, yeah. We may need to go shopping uh, below here to start um, promoting <laughs> Super stuff. Missile. We're looking at you. No, we are not. <laughs> um, well, actually, should we start at the bottom? Now we're here. Um, uh, so at at the bottom, number twenty three is Super Missile, followed by the Ice Missile, and then the Cross Bomb, then the Pulse Radar, then the Plasma Beam, Spin Boost, Diffusion Beams, Spider Magnet, Morph Ball Bomb, a Various Suit, Power Bomb, Grapple Beam. And then wave beam is number 11, which means number 10 currently <laughs> is the wide beam. Nine is the gravity suit. Then the phantom cloak. Seven is the charge beam. And then we have to deal with uh, our top six storm rockets, speed booster, screw attack, morph ball, space jump, and flash shift. I feel like we're not really locked in stone on a lot of these. Yeah, I, I agree. Because space jump is one that... I mean, I guess we did talk about it in relation to the screw screw attack. Hmm. Tell you what, I think the space bomb is uh, not as good as the charge beam. The space jump? Yeah. 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 Okay. So we are putting that between the... Uh, well, uh, I go... I, yeah, man, this is, this is tough. Because the space jump, it is so nice to be able to move freely truly uh and the charge beam doesn't really here i guess here's where i struggle with the charge beam is that i think in your gameplay the charge beam is just kind of like taken for granted but in the you know like in samus's movements after she's defeated a boss 
like you know like her finishing moves and that sort of stuff yeah the charge beam is very cool but as you're using it as the player the charge beam is not that neat yeah in fact it's almost more of a an obligation to have to charge it just so you can be strong enough to deal damage yeah so that that's where i'm like uh not entirely sure what to do with the charge beam um okay well let's just for the time being put the space jump above it (sighs) (laughs) here's what's kind of weird about this list and i don't know if you're feeling the same thing yeah is that a lot of these items are not they none of them feel like top 10 worthy you know what i mean there's like i think there's a strong top five and then there's a uh that I mean that that is true in that the top five that we have right now, uh, un- unranked, uh, storm rocket speed booster screw attack morph ball flash shift feel like top five to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, sort of beyond that, I don't know. A space bo- a space jump charge beam phantom cloak gravity suit wide beam. They feel like the the rest of the. You think it's just the? I mean, maybe not the wide beam. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that keeps throwing us for a. Uh for a loop but let, let's move forward i think it'll shake okay. itself out okay all right um but great to acknowledge that the list has gotten strange <laughs> uh, and what we're dealing with is a, a a weird uh a weird ranking mark of these five storm rocket speed booster screw attack morph ball flash shift um what do you like like what 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 are these top five are you like yes that's iconic that's incredible i love it i it is hard for me to say anything bad about the morph ball yeah um it is may i please so i also love the morph ball it is an iconic piece of uh metroid uh hardware it is great that the game deploys it so late um because you miss it like you genuinely miss it as you're playing i'm a little bit bummed that they don't do anything active with it they don't do anything active with it yeah um and you i think about its utility in uh the prime games and even in other m um where like it is fun to do the ball sections because they are tangibly different um whereas the ball in this game didn't feel i don't know it it, it didn't it didn't feel like you were doing anything different you were just small yeah i mean it w- there's no point where you're like building up momentum in half pipes which i yeah. know is, is just the uh the prime thing or even like the the shift in prime from uh third first person to third person um it just didn't feel like they knew exactly what to do with it they just knew they had to use it yeah i think that's a that's a good point it is it it is such a triumphant moment it feels so good yes when you get the morph ball in this game but i agree that like the biggest thing that they do with it is those little like cannons that you go in, you lay a bomb, yeah, and then it shoots you from the room you're into another room, yes, and yeah, it just didn't feel I think what I wanted from it was to be more like puzzly, like I wanted yes. to use it to like mm-hmm. solve puzzles, and there are times where you get like rocket upgrades or missile upgrades and that kind of stuff with it, but it never felt truly satisfying. And and really, I think the gold standard for this is Metroid Prime. Totally, like, those segments in Metroid Prime are really fun, and uh, and that's kind of what I compare this to. And so, 
I the I mean really the 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 highlight of the morph ball in this game is getting the morph ball. Yes, at, finally, which is a truly magical moment yeah. and possibly you know makes it worthy of inclusion in our top five. I could also see it sliding down, but it is such a hype moment when you get it. Yeah. I can't tell you the like number of uh, like games journalists on Twitter that I saw like freaking out when they got <laughs> it, because um, like it is it is just a, a genuinely exciting thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's put it at number five for okay. Now. It, I, it is at yeah. five above the space jump for right now. And so I I think maybe Storm Rocket comes after that for me. I like the Storm Rockets. I yeah. think the Storm Rockets are nice. I think they're neat. I enjoy Storm Rockets, but. Uh, I just don't think they can stand up to the other the three. Other three yeah. um, I think that's right. Uh, I think we also need to just talk for a second here. Where did these rockets come from? Right? <laughs> like we were using missiles before. <laughs> missiles and beams. And then all yeah. of a sudden we got rockets? Yeah, that's true. It'd be like if all of a sudden she was like, uh, lightning torpedoes. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, okay. Um, storm rockets coming in at number four. Um, we are left with the flash shift, the speed booster, and the screw attack. Man, I I'm sorry. This is a this list is weirding me out because I think this is a good. I think this is the right top five out of the items we have, and yet I do not feel really strongly about this top three. Um, you mean like th- that the order they should come in, or I just like in general? I th- I think like the order like I don't know that there's a number one with a bullet for me a number one with a rocket. So there's a number one with a storm rocket for uh-huh. me, and I've already uh, d- shown my bias that I think that the flash shift um, for me changed the way I was uh, conceptualizing the game. It, it changed how I moved around the world and how I fought things. Um, I, I I think if if we get another two D Metroid game and there is no flash shift in it, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, it's a challenging number one for me because I didn't use you don't it, like it in combat. <laughs> I don't, it's not that I don't like it. You don't like it, Mark. I, I don't. And yet, I respect uh, your opinions on, me- thing, on things Metroid so much that I don't like want to fight it that much, especially like comparing it against the speed booster or the screw attack, like, I don't have super strong arguments for a speed booster, a screw attack as being like the thing. And yeah. so maybe like it makes sense then to crown the new ability that was introduced in Metroid Dread as like the best ability in Metroid Dread. I do think a strong case could also be made for the speed booster um, just because of the shine spark puzzles um, that like when you get that ability, it opens up a new kind of puzzle that the game has secretly been deploying everywhere. Yeah, that's true. And it's used in a way, like, again, you can get through the game and not have to master yeah, yeah. the speed booster, which to me is a virtue that they are not, like, yeah. they don't, you know, like, gate the game around being able to shine spark all over the place. Because I think it's hard. It is I hard. I think it's really hard yeah. to, like, figure that out. So I like that it's there as just, like, oh, a it's, reward. It's, it's tough to master, right? Like, the places where you do have to use the, the speed booster and, like, the occasional shine spark, manageable. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I definitely mean, like, the parts, like, the yeah. puzzles where it's, like, oh, if you want this piece of energy tank, you're going to have to, like, yeah, shine spark, like, three together, times. Yeah. Which I just find impossible. But yeah. I, I do think you're right that, like, the game is fair in that, oh, if you needed to advance in the game, that it is possible to do it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's 
the only other argument that could be made for uh, the number one spot, unless you just want to say that the screw attack, which is like the sort of last thing that you get before it's like, okay, now I start my assault on uh, Ravenbeak, just feels very powerful. Yeah. And always does, right? Because you're just, you are turned into a ball of energy that is flying around the screen, just destroying fools. Yes. Yeah, I actually, I feel good about this top three. And I actually think this is the order that I would do it in. Screw attack number three, um, speed booster number two, and flash shift number one. Wow. Okay. Um, I think that's right. Let's just quickly review the bottom of our top ten. Because um, we got the wide beam coming in at it number ten. really weird. Which I like, but let's just do a gut check and let's measure it against um, some, other, uh, some other beams. Wave beam. Better than which is better, the wave beam or the wide beam? I think, I think the wide beam. I think the wide beam too, but let's keep sort of because maybe then the wave beam is too high. Uh, wide beam better or better or worse than grapple beam? I find the grapple beam more satisfying. I think. Mm, okay. I've got to say, I actually think I like the grapple beam more than I like the wave beam. Okay. All I right. would put the grapple beam in the are the bottom of our top ten. All right, all right, all right. So that's that's and then uh wide beam above wave beam. Sure. <laughs> or or well, what what do you I mean, uh Yeah, I think that's right. I think I do think that's right. I mean I, I feel like it is a uh the difference between them is so narrow <laughs> that like it's only two letters. Hey, I mean that's true. <laughs> Um, but I think, I think that's right. So do you know what? I have to tell you, Patrick, moving the grapple beam to number 10 and moving wide beam and wave beam out of the top 10, like, does that feel better for you? I feel way more enthusiastic about our top 10. Okay, great, great, great. Okay. So let's, let's lock the top 10. I I think that's right. Is there any in the bottom 13 that you, uh, want to reevaluate or should we start counting them from the bottom? And when we encounter something, that doesn't feel right. We adjust it. Yeah, this is really small. Um, but I think I like Spider Magnet more than I like the Morph Ball Bomb. Okay, and still not as good as the Various Suit? Yeah. Okay, I think I would put it above the Various Suit. Okay, let's do that. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, there we go. Again, really angry about the way it messes up her color palette. <laughs> um, let's see. And so right now, so now we have the Diffusion Beam. Below, below the, the morph. morph ball bomb. That sounds right to me. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, Mark, are you ready to go through this to, yes, re- to recount from the bottom? Okay, coming in at number 23, the super missile. Number 22 is the ice missile. Number 21, the cross bomb. Number 20, the pulse radar. Number 19, the plasma beam. Number 18, the spin boost. Number 17, the, the, the diffusion beam. Number 16, the morph ball bomb. Number 15, the various suit. Number 14, the spider magnet. Number 13, the power bomb. Number 12, the wave beam number 11 wide beam and in our top 10 number 10 the grapple beam number nine the gravity suit number eight the phantom cloak number seven charge beam number six the space jump number five morph ball number four the storm rockets Uh, and our number three is the screw attack and number two the speed booster and coming in at number one the best power up in metroid dread the flash shift all right mark let's close this out That was incredible. I'm exhausted. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling great. You know, uh, 
I, for whatever reason, moving that grapple beam into the top 10 changed my enthusiasm for this list immensely. Yeah, I think we landed on uh, something right when we got there. <laughs> Not that everything was wrong before, but something was off. No, but this is truly definitive. For yeah, sure. this is truly definitive. This is our definitive list. Um, but uh, what do you think, listener? What do you think we are undervaluing? What are we overvaluing? Uh, and don't say novelty, because I know that already. <laughs> um, you can email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com and let us know what you thought of this list or uh, what changes you would make to it. That's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Remember, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, you can share it on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you share stuff. We appreciate it when you do. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. We also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 You can get more of his music by going to 8 or by listening right now. From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening. Imagine a podcast. Now, imagine a musical. Now, imagine the two of them made one million babies. Well, you don't have to imagine it, because it's real, and it has a name. One Million Musicals. Each month, we bring you a brand new, original podcast musical featuring talent from across Broadway, films, and TV. You'll hear tales of spooky ghosts, Wild West shootouts, adventures on the high seas, and much, much more. One million musicals. Only a few hundred thousand to go. A Campfire Media Podcast. Campfire.